Good morning, and welcome to the Joy in the Morning. This is Aaron Harris, pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street. We hope this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with the song entitled, Jesus Make Me Yours.
On September 11, 2012, radical Islamic militants attacked the American diplomatic compound in Benghazi, Libya. As a result of this terrorist attack, Ambassador J. Christopher Stevens and three other Americans were killed. Ambassador Stevens became the first ambassador to be killed in office since 1979 and the eighth United States ambassador to die in office. Previously, five ambassadors were killed by terrorists and two ambassadors died as a result of plane crashes, the last one in 1988. These eight deaths remind us of the dangers of being an ambassador. The dictionary definition of an ambassador is one, an official envoy, a diplomatic agent of the highest rank accredited to a foreign government or sovereign as a resident representative of his or her own government or sovereign or appointed for a special and often temporary diplomatic assignment. Two, an authorized representative or messenger. George Soltz, Secretary of State during the administration of President Ronald Reagan, said these words to the new ambassadors. Never forget when you are over there in that country. Your country is the United States of America. You're there to represent us, to take care of our interests, and never forget it and you're representing the best country in the world. The Bible states that all believers in the dispensation of grace are ambassadors. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God, 2 Corinthians 5.20. Let me review the definitions of ambassador, and this time, think of your position in this world, and how well you are representing the Lord Jesus Christ. An ambassador is an official representative of a ruler or a country. He is not a citizen of the nation to where he is sent. He is not self-appointed. He cannot speak on his own authority. He is a messenger and a representative of the country who sent him. He lives for the nation he represents and not where he is living. His instructions and message are clear and must be followed exactly. His job can be very dangerous. The sending of an ambassador to a country denotes a state of peace. The recall of an ambassador means a declaration of war. What kind of ambassador are you for the Lord Jesus Christ? Listen now as Larry Grable, John and Penny Harris, and Cheryl Howman sing for us this beautiful song entitled, The Best is Yet to Come. Almighty Son, I 
each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30, then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook Sunday, 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Or visit our YouTube page, just search Altoona Bible Church. Also, we are on the Johnstown and Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. There are services available on local radio stations on Sunday at 11 a.m., 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church's office at 942-2131. Listen now as Ray Goss plays for us on the saxophone this song entitled, I Asked the Lord.
story is told of an old man who obtained by inheritance a beautiful country estate. He had always lived in the city, so he thought it best to dispose of his estate and use the money he would obtain from it in some other way. So he got in touch with a well-known real estate firm and instructed them to go out and make a careful examination of the house, outbuildings, and the land belonging to the estate. Then he wanted it written up in such a way as to make it seem attractive to anyone who was looking for a home in the country. Well, when all his instructions had been carried out, a representative of the firm brought in the draft of the advertisement which they intended to place in various newspapers. In this ad, the old home was described in glowing terms. The beautiful wraparound porches, the large hallway, the circular staircase, the drawing rooms, living rooms, and sleeping apartments, and all the different appointments which made for a perfect home. The billowing lawns, trees, shrubbery, gardens, and adjoining farm ground were also pictured in language calculated to arouse interest in anyone who desired such a country estate. As the agent read the description, the owner of the estate listened carefully, making no comment. As he finished, the agent inquired, What do you think of the copy? That ought to sell it, don't you think? The owner replied, Well, I have wanted a place like that all my life, and I had no idea that this estate was just exactly what I had been longing for. Your description has shown me what a fool I would be to part with it. So I will pay you for the work you have done, but forget about selling it. I will live there myself. Doubtless, the agent was disappointed as he saw a large fee disappearing, but the owner had learned the value of his possessions and soon moved in and enjoyed what he had been so ready to pass on to someone else. Believers, too, have a wonderful inheritance, and we do not have to wait until we get to heaven to enjoy it. We have a numberless blessings right here and now. Listen now as Scott DeLozier sings this song for us entitled, Face to Face. Face to face with Christ my Savior Face to face, what will it be when with rapture I behold Him, Jesus Christ, who died for me? Face to face I shall behold Him far beyond the starry sky face to face in all His glory I shall see Him by and by What rejoicing in His presence when our banished grief and pain but the blessed day is coming when his glory shines 
facing. Face to face I shall behold Him far beyond the starry sky. Face to face in all His glory I shall see him by and by oh, face to face I shall behold him far beyond the starry sky face to face in all his glory I shall see him buying and buying oh, face to face with my Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion on our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is, what is this grace message? But what is this grace message? Is it 2 Timothy 2.15, where God's holy word tells us to study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth? No, it is not. Though it is a verse that instructs us to study and to rightly divide the word of God. But is this the grace message? It absolutely is not the grace message. But it is the key. It's a key in understanding God's dealing with man. 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 explains to us that all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. It's all good for us, but not all the Bible is directly to you and me today. What do I mean by that? Let's do a quick review. Genesis 1-3 to tells us God created all things and it was perfect. Day 1 through day 6 ended with God saying it was good. He rested on the seventh day, not because he was tired, but because it was good. It was complete. Creation was perfect, and God was making it a point that it was good. But man had to mess it up with the falling of Adam. Starting with Adam, Gentiles rejected God. Approximately 2,000 years from Adam to the Tower of Babel, God revealed himself and his power to the Gentiles in many ways. Yet, they refused to worship and glorify God. Their foolish hearts were darkened. And they worshipped and served the creature more than the creator. As a result, God gave them up to the lusts of their evil hearts. Then the God of heaven chose a man out of Ur of Chaldees, southern Iraq today, near Babylon. His name was Abram, to become the father of a new nation. God promised to be Israel's God, to make them a great nation, and give them the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession. God revealed his word to Israel's prophets and gave this favored nation rules, the law, on how to worship and serve him. He gave them the covenant of circumcision. 
that they would be a great nation, a chosen nation, that God would be with them as God's chosen people. This covenant created a separation, a wall. Paul calls it a middle wall of partition, Jews and Gentiles different. Israel was to be God's witness, to be to the unbelieving Gentiles. God assured his chosen people that one day he would send a king to the earth to reign. Isaiah 9, 6, and 7 tells us that. And all the nations of the earth would be blessed through him. It would be a time of peace, health, and righteousness on earth. All Israel had to do was obey the voice of God and keep his commandments. Deuteronomy 6, 5 tells us, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. They were also to separate from the evil Gentile nations. They were to worship the one true God, but instead they rejected God. They allowed wicked men into their borders. They profaned the name of God but by worshiping idols. They rejected God the Father as their king when they wanted Samuel to appoint a king for them like the other nations. When God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, came to earth, they crucified him and rejected God's offer of the kingdom where he would rule as king. Stephen outlines how Israel rejected God in Acts 7. He summarizes Israel's rebellion against God. In Acts seven fifty one and 52, he states, Ye stiff-necked and uncircumcised in heart and ears, ye do always resist the Holy Ghost as your fathers did, so do ye. Which of the prophets have not your fathers persecuted? And they have slain them which showed before the coming of the just one, of whom ye have been now the betrayers and murderers. With the stoning of Stephen, Israel commits its final rejection as a nation. The witness of the Holy Spirit. For an entire year the apostles were preaching to the nation filled with the Holy Spirit. It's strike one, strike two, three strikes, you're out. It was a dark hour for the earth. God's wrath was ready to fall, just as the prophets had predicted. The sun would be blackened, the moon would be turned to blood, and the Christ-haters would bear judgment of a righteous and holy God. The 70th week of Daniel was upon the nation and the world. Christ was standing at the right hand of God, about to bring vengeance on all unbelievers, both Jew and Gentile. But God had a secret surprise for everyone on this wrath-deserving planet. God postponed his wrath and temporarily set aside his plans before the nation of Israel. God postponed his wrath and ushered in grace. But where do you learn this from? Well, we learn it from the Apostle Paul. The grace message is made known by the Apostle Paul. Let's read the book of Ephesians chapter 3 verse 1 through 9. For this cause, I, Paul, the prisoner of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if ye have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God which is given me to you word, how that by revelation he made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words, whereby when ye read, 
you may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit, that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body, and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given, that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul is the dispenser of the grace message. He is the one we learn about body of Christ truth. If you want to know what this grace message and what it's all about, you got to turn to Romans through Philemon, Paul's epistles. Tune in next time. God bless. You have been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust you have received a spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Aaron Harris wishing you God's best for now and for eternity.